Welcome back to PodX. This is me, Ayush Majithia, your host. Today's podcast is a very, very, very exciting one. I have Dr. Siddhant Bhargava. Dr. Siddhant Bhargava is a ketogenic diet specialist, celebrity nutritionist, entrepreneur, and content creator. One thing that I have learned from his story is that if life knocks you down, you have to get right back up. In fact, I just had a conversation with Dr. Siddhant before the podcast, and he's like this guy with a lot of positive energy and I'm excited to share this energy with him on the platform. So Dr. Sidan, thank you so much for joining in. Thanks man, Ayush. Thank you so much for having me here. And for all future references just call me Dr. Sid or call me Siddhant. Don't please take my entire name. It's too long. <laughs> it's kind of annoying to keep listening to Dr. Sidan, but in any case Super happy to be here, man, and love the hustle. Uh, just told me about uh, what exactly you've been doing, and I'm just super happy to be meeting somebody as uh, bright and like you know sparkling as you are. So very happy to be here, man. Awesome. So I'm really excited to have you, and I wanted to start off like I told you, I'm very passionate about entrepreneurship and business. So I wanted to start off with the entrepreneurial side of your life. How did you come across building Food Darzi? What does Food Darzi do exactly, and how do you like build it, grow it? What happens inside? Odazi essentially it's it's a subscription based model where we provide food which is calorie counted etc macro counted with a nutritionist all of that jazz uh, to meet your health goal so in essence uh, it's the it's a convenient way of meeting your health goal you come on board we give you a personal nutritionist aka your dietitian she plans everything for you she sends over that diet to the kitchen or uh, the kitchen then prepares all of these meals in exact accordance to what she's prepared for you and all of that is delivered to you fresh so this is what i've been doing for the past 5 years uh food that i started in 2017 uh in june so in the next 3 months we're going to be 5 years old and we're currently present in about 8 cities still bootstrapped as a company and yeah that's what food that he does bro and how i came about doing it was absolute luck so one thing that i definitely believe in is being at the right place at the right time like i don't believe in fate or luck per se but i just believe that there are uh, random situation and when i say random some people might argue that they're not actually random and nothing is really random in the world but for lack of better words random situations in gets gets get created and sometimes you're just a part of them and that's exactly how most or probably one of the best most of the best plans in the world actually come about by just being there in a random moment with a random person and then you've just made it so that's exactly how it happened that was in the final year of my medicine and uh, i was sort of not very keen on continuing medicine um I mean, I just was out of it. Like I was like, "No, I don't want to do it," and uh, it's too much work and not enough uh, fruit for all of that labor. And my dad is a doctor, my granddad is a doctor, so I knew what I was getting myself into. But I wasn't feeling as passionate about it as I used to be. So that's when I met a couple of friends. Coincidentally, they were from my from my school. Uh, uh, it's not like we were friends in school, but when we sort of caught up, we felt a little nostalgic, etc. And we were like, you know, bro, we want to create something. in the health and food space and you know you're a doctor and you should know nutrition and at that time i didn't want to say i don't know nutrition i just went with the flow and i said yeah, yeah of course bro i'm a doctor i have to know nutrition when where doctors don't know nutrition and we started off as that service we started off with the ketogenic diet 
because at that time india was just being hit by the keto wave uh, nobody really knew what keto was and we started off with that service got quite popular and then the rest is history and now food there is doing so great you're like managers manage you all work with so many of these celebrities also you know the famous ones so that is really cool to know yeah. so but then uh, you know you told your partner at that time that you knew about food nutrition when you didn't know much so what happened next how did you work on that part <laughs> so basically i'll i'll tell you i'll tell you the actual story hard started okay so uh, we were at we were in lonavla uh, lonavla is the small hill station in maharashtra and uh, we were basically uh, with devaj is his name so devaj and i were batchmates in school like he and i were actually in the same class in school in the same division he used to sit on the second bench i was on the first bench we stared at the fuck out of everybody in class <laughs> so uh, the both of us were just drinking we were sitting on two opposite bean bags and we were just tripping out and at that time both of us were really into like building muscle and strength training and getting a body etc etc so we were just tripping on the fact that we both come from vegetarian households and our moms don't let us get chicken into the house they don't let us cook chicken in the house how the fuck are we going to meet our protein demands and this and that so we came up with this brilliant plan that you know let's start a service that provides non vegetarian foods to vegetarian households like that was the brilliant idea we came up with <laughs> and then we forgot about the idea there 3 months later devaj calls me up again somewhere around october and he's like i want you to meet a couple of my friends because i've discussed the idea so in my head i was like what the fuck did he actually discuss this vegetarian non vegetarian shitty idea so i went and met these people and then uh, the coincidentally these two were also from school they were two years older than us and uh, they clearly were smarter than us because they called out called our idea quite shitty but they said that you know i think we can do something better in this space and uh, that's how food that he came about and when they spoke about the nutrition bit uh, i sort of did have an idea about nutrition um reason being my mom has been into fitness like her entire life so she runs a gym um, uh, spent considerable amount of time in the gym i got my certifications in like personal training and basics of nutrition etc at 18 itself so it's not like i didn't have an idea of course i did but uh, the amount i know now uh is what i knew when we were starting food there was absolutely minuscule like i was just hustling my way even through a lot of the nutrition counseling that i was doing back then even though i had a certification so i guess pieces just fall into place man yeah i i want to deviate a bit from that part so also i come from a vegetarian household and a lot of i face a lot of backlash in social events you know because i'm like the only vegetarian everyone is everyone else is having non vegetarian so there are like you know people specially order items yeah. just for me like some of my close friends i go to their birthday parties they have vegetarian food only for me and all but yeah coming to the point um how can one yeah, focus on you know, your special to them i mean they they're accommodating your stupid needs <laughs> <laughs> no but you know, oh so this actually happened once most of my close friends i go for their birthday party they keep vegetarian food for me I went to one friend's birthday party. She kept no veg food at all. Even the mousse in the cake had egg, so I couldn't have the cake or the mousse or anything. And then she said she felt so bad about it and all that she forgot that I was a vegetarian and all. So I've actually come home from certain parties completely hungry. But yeah, that's a different story to talk about some other time. But why are you why are you so strictly vegetarian, man? I don't know. So I've been brought up in a vegetarian household, so I'm just continuing that now. Try eating some non-veg food, bro. You're not you're not really living your life if you haven't tried <laughs> non-vegetarian food. And bro, eggs and pastries and cakes and mousse is a given. You should be having that. 
But then as long as you, you can't see... see something non-vegetarian, just eat it, man. But then everyone's already moving towards the vegan phase, right? In the whole world, if we see there's a whole new wave of vegan food happening, so I feel. Don't you think that continuing veg would be better because everyone would be shifting to vegan or veg anyways over the next two or three decades? I would say. Do you see that wave happening? I don't know. Three decades. I don't think I'm going to survive three decades. So <laughs> I don't care, bro. If the world shifts to being vegan, I mean, for me, it's not sustainable at all. Like, I don't know how you can live without non-vegetarian food. Like, it's. I mean, it's easy for you because you've never had non-vegetarian food. But I don't know. And I don't see the world. I think there might be a phase where a lot of people shift, but then are just going to come back. And then, basically, like how husbands lie to their wives about cheating, they lie to their wives about eating non-veg and shit like that. Like, it's. Yeah, I don't think the world's changing. Okay, I just hope it does change because I'm vegetarian, and I would prefer if everyone else is also veg. <laughs> But I mean, if you yeah. love animals and that's why you're vegetarian, that's a whole different thing together. I mean, that I respect. But if you're just doing it because of some like tradition or religion, then I don't respect it. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. But yeah, I wanted to ask you this question, which is a personal question. What is like the best form of nutrition and you know protein and all that stuff for a vegetarian? What should I eat specifically to build myself up? Chicken. <laughs> Something. In- <laughs> Something in vegetarian. Uh, egg. vegetarian <laughs> bro eggs nowadays are all un, like unfertilized eggs bro they're all vegetarian eggs they're not actually non vegetarian so my answer <laughs> remains egg you know but kidding yeah. kidding if i have to tell you i mean it depends you've got a lot of stuff since you spoke about going vegan then soy products are something which can be made use of so whether it's like, like soybean or like tofu or But like dal or paneer all of these things the only thing with vegetarian protein is that there's not too much lean vegetarian protein you're a thin guy right so it's not like you're going to have a problem with those things but uh, for fat people who sort of are trying to find lean protein sources for example chicken or like any meat or like any fish or even egg uh, you can get all that protein without so what i was saying was that Uh, yeah i mean so you can get lean sources of protein when it comes to non vegetarian food but with veg food you've always got something like the dals you'll always have carbohydrates with paneer you'll always have fat with nuts you'll always have fat with soybean you'll always have carbohydrates so uh, i don't like vegetarian sources of protein that much if i'm going for lean sources of protein but i mean you've got to do what you've got to do so yeah <laughs> these are the ones that you can and of course a protein shake is always something that can be had that is the only lean source of vegetarian protein But then, um, I I was not sure about this. I'm not sure if this is true or not. But I was reading somewhere that the whey protein that we have, <laughs> it's not. It, <laughs> no, no, no. But I was reading somewhere it stays in our body for a long time it's or something not. like that. See, it's not I true. I told you. I knew the answer to your question has to be it's not. So <laughs> it's bullshit. It doesn't stay. It all passes, bro. So it's a healthy source unless, of protein. Unless you heard like Ayushman Khurana say, it takes three years <laughs> to digest one scoop of whey protein. It's all bullshit, man. Yeah, that that's where I was. I heard it from. You know, that was the source which I was yeah. asking on. <laughs> Nonsense! It is known by. Okay. I mean, known by the fact, by the whey protein. <laughs> okay, but I wanted to ask you another question, which is coming back to the entrepreneurial part. You're working on a few other ventures. So could you tell us about those ventures that you're working on? So one thing that I'm very actively working on is something known as feet wings. Now, 
uh, the name sucks because when we thought of the company's name at that time the product was a little different but essentially it's a non invasive blood glucose monitor uh, diabetics they need to prick their finger to get their readings or they have to wear something known as a continuous glucometer which is a patch and all of these things actually either can be invasive or annoying or painful or expensive uh, to sort of treat that problem we've come up with a non invasive way so you can picture a diabetic wearing a ring on his finger and that will keep giving continuous data about his blood glucose levels at all points in time so that is something that i've been working at pretty actively apart from that i've been trying to build this uh, content thing uh i've been quite stagnant at it for the past 3 months almost because of something or the other was coming up i think i've just lost a little interest because i haven't been seeing too much growth and i don't know man i just get bored really quickly but i've been trying to build a small little talent management startup around uh content creation and i know it is a saturated space but when it comes to like wellness oriented content creators whether it's doctors nutritionists fitness experts mental health experts etc anybody who's associated with the well being of an individual those people can be brought together and those people can be managed so that is something that i've been trying to do with uh, my manager so he and i got together and uh, we created our own company there apart from that Mm, a couple of things here and there i mean you're always trying to create more sources of income for yourself because you never know where uh, things actually lead you to but these are the three things that i'm actually actively working on baki sab just trying like we're trying to create a um, like doctors wear scrubs right so there are a lot of scrub manufacturers but they're very unorganized sector uh if you can have one leading scrub manufacturer that provides to all students and they can actually feel proud about wearing it the quality etc which is obviously going to fit very well with the wellness community also so basically product eventually that i'm going to be able to create will easily be advertised by the influencers which are relevant to those kind of products because i'm anyways going to be managing those influencers so i'm trying to create like an ecosystem which can benefit me multifold in the future but let's see bro how it goes dekhte i think that's very exciting especially like you told me the one for diabetics where you're working on that product the ring oh, which yeah. can continuously send data that's like revolutionary i feel yeah. and yeah, secondly that's about like 10x the scope of what food that you can ever have so if done right it's just that the people i'm working on it with see i don't i don't think i have great business acumen to be honest like i'm an average business person uh, i'm better with the marketing aspect or dealing with people or uh like when i was in school of course i used to think i'm damn smart and this and that and i've got a great superb high high iq and all of that in the real world i do understand i'm not that very smart i do have an above average iq which uh, <laughs> would probably put me somewhere in i don't know the 99th percentile maybe but uh when it comes to running a business your acumen just has to be different like i've known of people who were just not that great when it came to academics but they're just super businessmen and that just changed my perspective completely so coming back to the point i don't think i'm great as a business person i don't think i have the ability to single handedly scale something uh so that's the reason why i feel that the diabetic startup needs a little help from somewhere because i don't believe i'll be able to scale it 
to become like a 10000 crore company you know the product by itself is great so it might just become like a 500 crore company because of the product not because of the people running the product but to actually take it from that to the next level you need somebody far far smarter than i am so i, I, I think let's see what happens i, I think it will happen so this is a very odd question um have you did you plan on or did you think about taking it to shark tank you know there's like this whole wave of shark tank india right now not typically because so when uh, okay the reason we didn't apply to shark tank this time around uh, was because our idea didn't even have a prototype yet like we were still building a a working prototype uh, shark tank couldn't invest in that and by the time the next shark tank scene comes up we'd already have raised a decent amount of money or uh, we could actually go to shark tank the next time around it's just that yeah man we could i mean i don't know bro like you know so there are a lot of uh, conflicts when it comes to running two startups and things like that also so i just have to be a little careful uh, as to how and where i'm spending my time and you know all of that also comes into the picture so i don't know let's see bro one step <laughs> at a time let's see i i hope it works out but yeah i'm going to take a yeah. second you spoke about scrubs i'm going to take a second and promote my video i actually did a video with the founder of kanya med they manufacture scrubs uh so i think uh his name is abhijit kaji so i'm going to put up the link <laughs> on the i button which you'll see on top you all can check that out after this podcast but yeah coming back to this podcast um what does kanya med do like what 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 exactly does kanya med do so kanya med actually manufactures scrubs which is basically um they want to create an ecosystem around scrubs where there's like a certain amount of brand like if we think of shoes right now we think of nike or reebok or adidas and all those shoes so that's what they want to do with scrubs they want to produce quality Same. scrubs and that's what we karna hai bro you know where all of us got the idea from there's a company there's a scrub company called figs in america it's a listed company a company that only makes scrubs for medical personnel is listed in america and that's where the idea has come to india and people want to get there doing that but yeah i wanted to you know come back to the entrepreneurial side of the podcast what were some challenges that you faced while building these companies oh so with food there the challenges were extremely primitive like uh, man everything like we still face challenges we i feel that we still uh see we are a bootstrap company right we're not we're not funded and when you're not funded you try to save money everywhere and in trying to save money you sometimes take on more challenges than were required like for example you're always making sure that you're not over hiring and you're always making sure that your employee strength is cut to cut and my employee strength is about 495 right now but 495 is also very cut to cut kyunki सोच ना फोर नाइनटी फाइव एम्प्लॉज की सैलरी मतलब कितने पैसे हो जाएंगे सो ऑलवेज ट्राइंग टू सेव मनी सो दैट पोज इज अ चैलेंज अपार्ट फ्रॉम दैट मार्केटिंग रिटेंशन बेसिकली एवरीथिंग ब्रो every single thing that uh, an average startup has to face uh, one of our current challenges at food darzi is definitely retention because our product is slightly expensive and we just feel that eventually we're going to run out of new people to sort of onboard for something like this and if we don't end up retaining too many customers then 
eventually the company can't scale so that is one of the major challenges that we face another challenge is uh, to do with human resources because it's a service industry you're dealing with an extremely large number of human beings not every everything can be automated so of course you do start structure and you do have sops and you do have uh, a lot of uh, training that is done but just because humans being humans they just end up fucking up whenever they want to and they don't really know why they did so that is one of the biggest challenges when you deal with a service oriented industry especially that is so uh, human resource dominant so that's another challenge with seedwings challenges it started off with raising money because my team is uh, two other boys who are still students biotech students nobody wanted to put money in them saying that you know you've got no credibility so that's where i actually came on as a medical advisor with i don't like 2 or 3% equity in that company but eventually rose to being about almost an equal partner in the company because they needed somebody credible to actually put their money on so money raising challenges now the challenges are that we're competing with a lot like 2022 suddenly a lot of these diabetic startups have come up a lot of them are very heavily funded so we're trying to get a product out as quickly as possible but it's just not possible so those challenges getting the accuracy of the product right those challenges when you talk about the wellness community having dealing with people's egos basically bro challenges are everywhere and there you're always going to face that as long as you're dealing with human beings you will always have challenges but you know, i want to ask you this does it get like pissing off when you know you've thought about a whole industry you're thinking about how you're going to scale it and all that stuff and at the time when you're starting out you see no competition and then suddenly there's like like you said 2022 there's so much of competition happening what is that feeling like it's irritating it's damn irritating but bro this is something that we have to expect right because i mean why would everybody put it out there that you know what we're working on this product like nobody actually talks about it till it's out there so that's what is happening and there are a couple of companies which are like massively funded like there's this company which has a 69 million dollar funding 69 million dollars is 500 crore rupees in funding bro like it's it's sick the amount of funding they've got for a product that they've built which they still haven't even verified whether it's accurate so because of these certain discrepancies is why we feel that we still have a chance because we know that our technology is going to be uh, an x amount of accurate and we have no idea how accurate their technology is so that's our silver lining and there can be like a hope that it can be another I, that company is theranos i think which was like in yeah. blood testing yeah so you're hoping yeah. that that other company can be a theranos <laughs> you, you never know, know you never know <laughs> You know, I had this like very simple experience. So basically, twenty twenty, like I told you, I'm deeply I enjoy entrepreneurship and business a lot. So I actually came across this idea of Afterpay. Back then, what happened was Afterpay went public in Australia. It's a buy now, pay later company. So you can buy products mm. upfront and you pay them in four installments. And back then in India, no one was talking about it. There was nothing happening, and I just did my research and all, and I actually wanted to build something like Afterpay in India. and i actually reached out to uh clothing manufacturing companies i reached out to uh, venture capitalists and all that stuff shared my idea and all that stuff and most of them their question was that how can i collect back the money you know some people will spend yeah. it they won't pay back and all that stuff and i spent a lot of time around it and then suddenly three or four companies came up in 2021 and the another aspect which i failed was i didn't know how to develop the technology i don't i can code 
I'm a computer science student. I can code, but I can't code that well. So that was another aspect which I wasn't really good at. And then I kind of gave up the idea later. But I'll tell you this: in 2021, three or four companies itself suddenly popped up, which I had never heard of before in that same market. Like simple and lazy pay, and these are like Correct. a couple of the companies who yeah, there's Slice this. also now, which does it. Slice also is there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was like a very pissing off feeling. But then I was happy with research. You've- told me a couple of times that you're really interested in entrepreneurship and business so where do you like are you actively trying to build something or do you think you want to complete your college education first what do you see yourself doing in the couple of next connect couple of years okay i'll tell you the exact plan since you've asked it for the first i've been asked this the first time so yeah um basically what? none uh, of your guests have ever asked you what you want to do no <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with people, bro? A podcast is a conversation. It's not a fucking interview. <laughs> But yeah, so what happened was, uh, basically, my long-term goal is initially I've always so I I wanted to become an entrepreneur because I'm a Gujarati. First of all, I've always been interested in business and all. And when I was in the seventh so standard, what do your parents do? Like, why why are you in Goa? Okay, so my dad is into the wedding industry and the events business and all that stuff. So oh, that is nice. why Goa is a very good place for us. So that is why I'm in Goa. So yeah, I'll tell you my story. In seventh standard, I saw the Social Network, and the Social Network is basically Mark Zuckerberg's movie, and I was very excited by it because at the end, you know, he says over there that Mark Zuckerberg is worth twenty five billion dollars, and I'm like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to be a billionaire okay. and all. And I actually signed up for like four or five Udemy courses. I spent money on all mm. these courses, fancy courses. and then once i started these courses i realized there were like 45 50 modules of coding in each course and i could barely do four or five but i'll tell you this i actually got in a team of my classmates i made them i gave them my udemy account and we were all sharing a course and i taught them like we'll start coding and all and we'll build the next facebook but then like very soon we realized that coding is actually a lot more there's like a lot of to learn and all that stuff so i kind of gave up on the idea but then i was actively always trying to look for different ideas um like i used to listen to a lot of gary v uh, i listened to beer biceps grant cardin alex becker all these people and that's how i actually got into the podcast space later because gary v was always like keep creating content and all then uh, till last year april 2021 i joined a sports startup which is a sports social network startup So it's a social uh, network which is made for sports fans, and I was okay. working on that as a growth strategist. It was very exciting, very fun. But what happened was, um, I had my twelfth going on, and first term twelfth, I scored very, very, very bad marks, which was that. So then I kind of took a break for a month, and I answered my semester one exams, like the code ones. That was kind of okay, but then I realized that I can't do twelfth and this both of them together while also running a podcast. So then I had to choose, and then I kind of decided to quit. But then I'm always kind of constantly. How much time does a podcast take? Like, how often do you record? How often do you okay. film? So recording would take roughly around, depending on the time, it would take around one hour, one and a half hour. It depends on that. Um, reaching out is the longer part. Like I told you, the way I find people's contacts and all that stuff. I get in touch with them. After that, what happens is, uh, I need to constantly be in touch with these people because a lot of people they will tell me, "Ke not now, ek mahine baad karte, three mahine baad karte, chhe mahine baad karte." So I actually okay. have these calendar notifications on. I've, I use Google Calendar a lot, and I have these notifications: call this person today, call that person today. So every three or four months, and also that's like a 
very lengthy process for me to uh, get on yes these stories where somebody told you who 6 mahine baad karte and then 6 months later they actually came and did it yeah they just keep no no they've done it some of them have done it but there's yeah, one person i'll tell you he's been pushing it for more than a year so he's actually a billionaire and uh, oh, he's actually way more older yeah indian billionaire so he's in his 60s yeah. or 70s i think so he keeps on pushing it every few months he's like sorry not possible now mm-hmm. sorry not possible now so i'm like it's okay sir um, i look forward to having you in the future that is what i always reply how do you, how do you have this conversation with them like supposing it could be a conversation with me was damn easy because i was like okay let's do it and i told you today only let's do it Uh, so you're basically my Saturday night entertainment, ah, huh? Ayush. By the way, because I'm trapped in this fucking room because I'm isolating right now. I was like, I need to find something to do. Otherwise, I'm going to lose my shit. So I was like, let's do it today. But how does a conversation go with somebody else and somebody bigger? Like I'm minuscule compared to the entrepreneurial world, right? So somebody who's okay. busier, bigger. How does that conversation go with them? So, like you told me, uh, the first ten seconds are required to capture the attention. So that is what I kind of focus on. What I do is first thing is I introduce them and I tell them my age. When I tell them I'm seventeen or eighteen, it automatically gives them a sense of respect for me. That okay, he's so young and he's doing it. So most of them I've already sold half of it at the first part. Secondly, I yeah. give them the list of people who've been on my podcast. So when I give them a few um, good names. or when there are mutuals so when they know okay i know this person i know that person i know this person that again gives them a sense to say yes so these are the two key aspects which i focus on and third is when i go to the third stage uh, which we didn't reach in our conversation because you said yes before that which is i go and praise their work which is why i want to get them on the podcast and then after that i ask them could you please be a guest on my podcast so that is how it works for me and these four stages so like some more no people say outright no i have been blocked by a few people after saying yes i would say that oh, <laughs> yeah that has happened my story a lot of times and you pick up like i usually don't pick up unknown numbers at all your name just sounded nice so i picked up <laughs> okay then i'm happy <laughs> i'm happy about it then my yeah, yeah i was going to be named ishan actually but then they chose ayush so yeah i mean would you have picked up ishan both are nice names yeah ishan majithe also would have picked up awesome <laughs> but yeah like so much picking up digressed a lot aage bad kya kya questions jo tune prepare karke rakhe hue awesome so i'll continue but yeah okay so i wanted to come to your content creation aspect which is how did you decide what made you decide that you want to get into the content creation space No, nothing, bro. Like I've always wanted to be in the content space. I don't. I just lack confidence. I think. Uh, I didn't know what kind of content I want to make, and I didn't know whether I'm going to be good in front of a camera, etc., etc. So in the lockdown, in the second lockdown, or in the first lockdown, somewhere there, I said, "Ki you know, bro, I'm at home, and there's really nothing to do. Like food busy was going on, but everything had dipped by then. So uh, work was less, and we were all working from home. So thoda casual aagya tha attitude. So I was like, no, I need to do something in the content space. Let's start, and then just." wonderfully again like absolutely randomly reels came out of nowhere and then reels just started working and then reels just catapulted my account from like zero to somewhere else and then and then once you got the followers then it's easier to make content 
because then you're motivated because you're seeing growth it's tough when you're at 2000 3000 it's very tough at that time because it, you have to keep pushing yourself every day but it's okay you know the growth will come the growth will come so reels came and it sort of catapulted my entire growth and then yeah that's how content came about but then and what is fun major... yeah, bro it's fun but what's like your major growth strategy other than like you said reels came out that's why you grew but is there like any other strategy you use for growth nothing nothing it's only because of reels bro more than 50% of the content creators that you see today that are well known so i don't like using the word famous for medium sized content creators like me because we're not famous we're well known so well known content creators have all become well known because of reels there is no other way they have i mean youtube of course but there instagram content creators like we don't have youtube subscribers because i genuinely don't have the time to make youtube content but if you don't have a youtube page and you're just an instagram or it's purely reels bro or you're a girl i mean i don't mean to be sexist but <laughs> <laughs> I I have actually thought about this you know which is um so girls actually if a girl would be running my podcast I would say she would have gotten a lot more followers because I'll tell you this something you yeah and also I'll tell you this my uh, my friend one she works in this community organization where they you know spread awareness about different aspects of what's happening in the country and improving it and all that stuff and she puts out these reels for that page you know some of them and sometimes i just go through these comments half the guys aren't even listening to what she has to say it's more yeah. about oh how pretty you are and all that stuff you know and yeah, it's so bro. sad cuz she's putting in effort to like send the message out and then they are just looking at the different aspect of it so yeah 100% but you, you know i wanted to ask you this why don't you start youtube because i've seen some of your lives so what do you do is you've done these long one hour lives explaining different topics and then you've put mm. them as igtvs but with igtvs people wouldn't want to watch long for comment and for, uh, format content on igtv so why so don't I you put that same thing i put the same igtv video on youtube and it's got like zero views oh, okay. so <laughs> again see you know youtube ka duniya na is like how i used to feel scared about putting content on instagram i think now putting content on youtube is equally scary for me after i eat putting a couple of videos on youtube and nothing seems to work so i don't know maybe i just suck or maybe i just need more time on youtube but karna to hai bro because instagram is not a place where people want to sit and consume medicine content all day long you are actually competing with like entertainment based content creators on youtube their intent is much higher so they're more probable to consume your content to karna to hai youtube but dekhte hain Okay, I wanted to ask you this. This is like a very selfish and personal question, which is, what would be your advice for creators who are starting out? So, someone like me, if I'm starting out, putting out content and all, what would be your advice for me, or what would be your advice for someone in general who's just starting out? Right. So, someone who's just starting out, na. Okay. So, it depends on what kind of content you're putting out. Okay. Like, in my opinion, there are a couple of things that you need to take care of. One, you need to take take care of. your audio quality your video quality all of that is one thing one you need to take care about obviously which is your content like you need to be putting uh, focus on your content ki tum kya sikhane ki koshish kar rahe ho kya batane ki koshish kar rahe ho uh, another thing would be the consistency so how often can you actually put out that content like the game is it's a quantity game and then one thing that i don't think is underrated i mean or actually it is underrated is 
the way you look and the way you present yourself like you need to have a strong camera presence because you want people to be attracted to you instantly when i say attracted i don't mean they want to like pull your pants down attracted i just mean that they need to be drawn towards you to how you are so whether it's getting one second need to sneeze okay but it didn't happen <laughs> so yeah you just whether it's your grooming whether it's your hairstyle whether it's the clothes you wear i don't know because you know i've seen so many times that certain people just click on social media and certain people don't and there is obviously something which is intangible about this that nobody seems to understand so just be the most pleasing version of yourself on social media and that's 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 going to help okay i think i'll, I'll try you're, you're 17 18 right now right correct i'm 18 Yeah, so uh, you have reached that phase where your outwardly appearances do mean something to you. Like a fourteen, thirteen, fourteen-year-old boy would probably not care about it, but an eighteen-year-old boy does care about it. So you eventually you are going to start thinking in this manner: where okay, I need to get a little broader on my shoulders. Okay, I need to have a little beard hair on my face. My haircut needs to be a little better. All of these things will start entering the equation, and they must. because all of these things are important because on social media they're here to watch you first then they're here to take value from you and of course the exception will always exist like i'm sure there will be this one extremely shabby looking individual who's still putting out information because he's great at the information that he's putting out they will always exist but then if things can be corrected correct them immediately and then i mean basically don't set your set yourself up for success that's what i believe in so all the components of being successful should be taken care of okay i will try that but you know for me what's very disheartening is okay i'll tell you what kind of content has been working so you know there was a phase where people if they just came and they swore bad words on a video and they uploaded mm-hmm. it they got a lot of you know applaud for it and all that stuff and they grew a lot and that is actually something yeah. which i find very bad for me because i Don't want to do that on camera. I don't swear anyway as much often outside camera also. So that's like, um, you know, it's a kind of like okay. I'll tell you this. I feel this kind of insecurity that maybe I'm not enough with other creators or on par with them when I see something like this happening. So let me let me ask you a question. Um, eventually, what's the kind of see? Okay, actually, my question framing was going to be wrong. I was going to ask you what is the kind of value that you're going to be providing out to your audience, but then I realized that. all these podcasts are actually a lot of value that you're providing right so i just feel that i don't know man like okay i'm going to ask you a question which is a creator that you sort of compare yourself to who is your age with my age i would say um i wouldn't give you direct names but there are many of these creators who will just on they got famous on reels which is they are just putting out either dance videos or they are putting out uh music Which isn't really that great, but you know they are focusing I mean, more on dance Vestra, and funny videos. Tarini, Asta, <laughs> all these kids, right? Yeah, but I I don't want to name yeah, them because okay. maybe they're, I want to get I them mean, on the bro, podcast. They're all they're all very close friends of mine, so don't worry about it. So all these kids also, their content is much different compared to what you're putting out. So now my next question was going to be, who is a content creator somewhere around your age in your category that you're comparing yourself to? I think I would say these people. Now, these, these are, people aren't your category at all, right? Oh, because so the, I don't think there is anyone else in my category. Then I don't see, exactly. 
Tarini put out something that I talk about. It's not going to be taken because she's not me. Correct. So people come to listen to Doctor Sid, right? So the same way, if people started coming to listen to Ayush, look at Beer Biceps. He's a legend, right? Correct. People come to listen to Beer Biceps. He was the first person in his category. He built the category. So you have to think about it in that manner only, and bro, focus on all the points of growth, like. all of these things like even right now for example the reason this video like this podcast that we're having is fun like it's a ca- i mean this must be one of the one of the more casual podcasts that you're actually doing because we're having Correct. this two and four conversation but the video quality and the sucks like look how i'm sitting i mean now because of the way i am sitting your quality content your the quality of your content is also going down right so eventually once you got enough podcast you want to start giving out mandates to your guests that you know i'd ideally want a clean background or i'd want like i'm using a mic for you so that the audio quality is absolutely perfect like my audio is going to be very crisp it's not going to have too much disturbance i switched off my ac my fan all of that so that i can add quality to your podcast but as a video podcast this sucks correct so now eventually That's... this is something that you're going to want to have to take care of that how do you uh, sort of put it out there do you want to tell your guests whether you want to dress up how you want to dress up do you want this mic to be right in front of your face do you want the mic to be red in color basically your content is something that you're anyways producing but you need to start looking at the other things also and then correct keep 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 at it keep at it and then apart from podcast do other things also because people don't want to listen to some random 18 year old boy who's calling guests and talking to them i mean why would they want to they have nothing i mean they do have something to gain but there are a lot of people doing the same so then they need to see what i used as behind the scenes also which means to build a successful personal brand that person has to be out there every successful personal brand puts out more information about themselves than they used to look at gary v for example you know so many things about gary v now of course gary v is alag because he is gary v we look at random american youtubers 11 million 22 million followers wale jo hote hain sometimes they just vlog they give information they do podcast but they're consistently giving out something they're letting people into their personal lives and that's how you'll become a bigger personal brand and part two about becoming a personal brand is you need to be an entrepreneur because that's what is in right like look at your shark tank wale jo sharks hai all five of them were absolutely nothing when it came to so- when it came to social media before shark tank look at where they are now 556 to 100000 followers on instagram straight up twitter also 500 600000 followers on twitter yeah kuch ek cheez to dekho karni padegi bro 
I think I, I someone else also suggested me to start vlogging, so I think I will focus on that. In fact, um, so I'm actually focusing on creating just short real vlogs, right? As of now, probably mm. the longer sh- version of vlogs I'll see you later. Like I actually work. I did a vlog just before this podcast. So basically, when I called you up and you said yes, I actually hadn't shaved mm. and all that stuff. So I just kept mm. the camera in front of me and I was like, I'm going to be recording a podcast with Doctor Siddhant. I will shave and all that stuff. Blah blah blah. And then yeah. So yeah, you'll see the reel tonight. Probably once yeah. this podcast is done, I'll be ending it. But yeah, that is one focus. And one thing I'll give advice to you is, since you're the host of the podcast, get better lighting on you. Okay. Correct. Because correct. Like anyways, the I'm assuming you're recording from a webcam, right? Your laptop's webcam. Correct. 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 So make sure that your quality goes up there. Put like a ring light in front a of ring you. Light. Not a person who wears. Yeah, like yeah. I have chashma, so I can't put a ring light because it glows. So I need to have two lights on the side, but you don't. So put a ring light. Like improve. Jahan jahan, choti choti chizhe improve kar sakta hai. Wo improve karta ja. So that okay. those small improvements only become like your base. Correct. I think I want to do all of that. So then I can like, like you said, I want to. Uh, it is the plan is to grow ultimately. Do you know get fruit out of this do, podcast? So do I think like I will stream. Do you do you play games or whatever? Oh uh, no, not at all. I'm very bad uh, at gaming, also. Uh, I don't play. Ah, uh, then that is a different thing. Because like YouTube streaming, like it's it's just blowing up, bro. Like so many of these gaming streamers, bro. What followers they have? Yeah, like it's it's fucking crazy. You know, the other day I was thinking that वो इंस्टाग्राम चालू करने वाला था ना ज्वाइन वाला फीचर वेर पीपल कैन पे यू हंड्रेड बक्स अंथ सो दे गेट एक्सेस टू लाइक एक्सक्लूसिव कॉन्टेंट एंड एक्सक्लूसिव लाइव सेशन एंड एक्सक्लूसिव स्टोरी लाइक हाउ यूट्यूब हैज दैट ज्वाइन थिंग सो बट आई वॉज थिंकिंग फॉर अ पर्सन लाइक से सारा अली खान फॉर एग्जाम्पल ओके शी इज गॉट फोर्टी मिलियन फॉलोअर्स ऑन इंस्टाग्राम ओके इफ एवरी फॉलोअर गेव हर वन रुपी That's forty lakhs That's a it. month. That's forty lakhs a month. One fucking rupee. And even if so, it's just half of them, that's still a lot of it. Assuming that the other fifty percent is inactive. Yeah. yeah. yeah I think so, that yeah, that space bro. is like growing a lot. Yeah, I I just it's hope to be a part of the wave massive. which comes in. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, so do you have? Yeah, uh, this is part one of the conversation of the podcast. So, do you have any advice before we end part one for the audience about what we spoke about? Yeah. No, man. Like no real advice. I mean, the point is that everybody already knows what to do. Like, there's no real advice that's going to change your life. It's just about. doing shit like a lot of us spend time thinking and you know thinking about the most perfect way to get shit done but i don't think that's a great way of thinking you want to do something just go out there keep doing it keep doing it keep doing it and eventually it's going to give you a result and when i say keep doing it i don't mean like just blindly go and do the same thing over and over again even if it's wrong obviously make your micro changes in there analyze go back to the drawing board change shit get back there do it again just keep repeating this process over and over again somewhere something or the other will yield something 
Awesome. So I'm going to take this advice also for my life. And with this, I think I'm going to end the first part. We're going to have Dr. Sid on another episode where we're going to be talking about the health aspect, the fitness aspect and his story. <laughs> so we are excited. So thank you, Dr. Sid, for this episode. Thanks, man. Thank you for having me, Ayush, bro. Loved this conversation. You're damn chill. Uh, you're a great person to sort of talk to. And I'm just happy, bro. This I've, I've, I think this was a good one hour spend. <laughs> Thank you so much.